Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 112 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season two, episode two, Redemption Part Two <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> AKA the actual Top Gun episode. <laughs> yes. AKA the right stuff, I'm, actually. I, I had an AKA and then I said a million twos and then my brain was like, oh, I don't know what we're doing anymore. AKA Jack O'Neill is Chuck Yeager. Yeah. Yes. Can I just also, uh, because more than one person pointed it out, how badly I failed. In my science last episode. Oh, okay. And I couldn't get the Mercury 7 straight. <laughs> and I, I said the that. first Americans in orbit were the first Americans in space. <laughs> and let me just clarify I do know. In our redaction corner. In redaction corner. <laughs> Um, uh, what happened is in my notes, I had like orbit and I said the wrong thing and I just kind of fucked up the entire situation yeah. with like Carpenter and Glenn and, and I'll, I'll yeah. be sh- We're there all was, human. Things no, happen. What happened was as I'm reading the notes, I was sitting on the floor, oh. which is a problem when you have a dog that yeah. likes cuddling and wants to be on you. So uh-huh. the, I'm, the, I have coffee, I have a drink in one hand. And I'm recording and talking, and we don't pause or edit shit, Uh so I'm not going to stop. And then the Kaylee's trying to jump across me and be and not spill things and trying not. So that was a uh, multiple failure on all accounts. We learned our lesson today. We are recording at the kitchen table. At a kitchen table. At the nice, fancy kitchen table. A dog cannot (laughs) crawl across me, which means I have no excuse to Although, to be fair, Stormy can jump up on this table. (laughs) Luckily, he hasn't learned. Guys, don't tell him that he can do that. I don't think... It's like, he can physically, but I don't think he knows he can. Well, like, Nick keeps trying to teach Kaylee how to jump up on the bar stools. Don't do that. Like, why are you teaching no, her that? That's not, not a thing he, to yeah, teach her. He already jumps over the couches, so he's got the height down. I just I just think he knows that he would die. He would die. <laughs> yeah, he would get Which also means that if I fuck up any information in this episode, I don't have a dog to blame this time. <laughs> that's okay. We'll find something else. <laughs> Alrighty, so Redemption Part 2 first aired on June 14th. 2002. Mm-hmm. It was written by Robert C. Cooper, directed by Martin Wood, because it's basically just the same episode. It's like it's just a continuation mm-hmm. of the last episode. Yep. You could probably even watch them together. Yeah. It'd probably work we really well. We chose not to. We didn't. I, instead, I've watched each one three times. I will say someone, uh, one of our one of our loyal people, um, asked if we were doing this one together for his viewing order. Oh. And, uh, and and I was like, I think coming up, for those of you who, who know what's coming, I think the only ones coming up that we will watch together is um, Unending and Full Circle. Um, possibly um, The Lost City as well. You know, um, the one with the things and the pony. Yes. And then the one with the carousel that goes in yes. a circle. Don't tell her the that there's actually a pony in that within one, Antarctica. 
Just make or that there's out. an Antarcticon, one of them. <laughs> and then the one with the puppies. And then there's a where puppy Jonas in one of them. becomes a puppy. He literally <laughs> transmerged. He, well, he's a student of McGonagall's. It's like, it's like that old. <laughs> he goes to Hogwarts and learns that he is an animagus. And, and see, in my brain, he just, it's just that Snoop Dogg video where they <laughs> turn into dogs. <laughs> she references Snoop Dogg like I know anything about <laughs> any of Snoop Dogg's videos. It's a thing. It's a thing. I, I know that Snoop Dogg is a friend of Martha Stewart. <laughs> yes, he is, and he's a great nature channel voiceover. Yes, oh, man. Don't, yeah. Anyways, previously on Stargate, there's X three hundred twos, and there's Russians, and there's an energetic gate, and there's a Jonas, and there's a Jaffa attack, and there's some more X three hundred twos, and a failed hyperspace windows, and Anubis, and bad shit. Yeah, I, I feel like they should have let. Um, I'm gonna get his name wrong because I always call him by his mom's name, Ryak. Yes. I think they should have let Ryak tell it. Yeah. Because it would have been really exciting. <laughs> and then this happened. And then I saved the world. Spoilers. And then... <laughs> the end. <laughs> but yeah, that was my takeaway from the previous Leon. <laughs> um, and as we start the episode, I'm firmly with McKay in the beginning here. Because why would, Anu- you know, why would Anubis wait a day and a half before showing up? Because it saves him from how embarrassing would it be... Mm-hmm. For all that evil hoopla, and the gate just shuts down because its weapon failed. Reason. I mean, the doom will cut. Shit. Shit. The Stargate turn off. Um, never mind. Guys, did you charge the Stargate? Sorry, that the, ignore that it doom shit. It wasn't um, plugged in. I'll be back. God can damn we, it! Can we cycle the system? Yeah. <laughs> on the death ray, please. Who did that? Who did that? I spilled my coffee, sir. <laughs> I know. Behead myself. Also, I'm with Sam. Never trust old coffee. Just don't drink it. Yeah, I'll drink coffee. Says the person who has heated up cold coffee because she needs caffeine that badly. Well, now that, you know, technology is advanced to where your coffee will stay warm the entire uh-huh. day. Uh-huh. We can attest that Grace started with a cup of coffee yesterday morning. <laughs> And then it became happier coffee when we spiked it and then came home and sometime around 9 p.m. drank it. Should we share why we had to spike the coffee? Yeah. Okay. Feel free. Uh, I, we, we, uh, uh, Nixie's mom and Nixie's future mom-in-law came in town to go many, many, many appointments of dress shopping. Hi, Nixie's mom. I know you're listening. Uh, yes. Hi, Nixie's mom. We know you're listening. And, uh, it was, it was a very long day. So thankfully the, the friends who came along, uh, were good friends. And, and there's at least one time where I went onto the car to get some liquid air. Look, it's what we do. We support each other in whatever alcohol. And but, but alcohol for good news is uh, Nixie has a dress, and now we get to torment Nick for a year <laughs> and hide it from him. And and he keeps going, "Is that a dress?" And I'm like, "Yep, yeah." Is that the dress? Yep, it's bright pink. Is I that will, the dress? Yep. <laughs> I will share that. I texted boyfriend Jesse at some point and said, "I think the dress may have to come home with us. I don't think it's allowed to stay. I think that's how etiquette goes." He goes, "Okay," <laughs> and he goes, "Nixie's mom just said I'm taking the dress home. We're taking the dress home. I'm scared." <laughs> he goes, "I guess you're taking the dress. You better take it." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she is in charge. So now I just come to Grace's house to pet it. Yeah. <laughs> just to pet the dress. Perfect. Anyways, so yeah, there was spiked coffee to help Nixie find a dress. <laughs> I promise we're going to get back to Stargate. Stargate! There's a science There's a science nerd briefing central room briefing room. Uh, by the way, calling it nerd central is a compliment. Yeah. Um, and then there's, they're talking about some plans, some failed, some aren't going to work. Uh, and, and all the shitty plans give a McKay an idea. 
Mm-hmm. The first part of the plan is calling up Anubis as his agent and telling him that he's playing it way over the top and to dial it down. I do love that. It's almost Lauren Michaels-y. It's so Lauren Michaels. I don't know what he's channeling there, but it's great. It's, it's fucking really great. Awesome. <laughs> um, and the second, uh, the second part of the idea is to send a massive EM pulse through the wormhole to kill any technology on the other end. Yeah. Also mm-hmm. might kill technology on this end. Let's just kill things. But let's just kill things. With, uh-huh. I believe that's uh, how they solved the Matrix. <laughs> just kill it. <laughs> um, and Sam tells Hammond, like, look, I already thought of that idea. And I didn't mention the idea for reasons. Yeah. Like, it's super problematic. Sam is really dragging her feet. Yeah. With this part. Yeah. And she's like, look, it's even more problematic. And, and But McKay's like, really? Is it more dangerous than the gate exploding? Really? Yeah, it's this or death. <laughs> cake or death? <laughs> I'll take cake, please. Yeah. Well, we only had two bits. <laughs> We're all out of cake. So my choice is all death. I fucked up that. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, don't I used to know it by heart. Um, anyway, Sam isn't saying that it won't work. Like, she's saying that she has no clue how much EM pulsitude would but be But really what she's saying is, I'm not saying it won't work. I'm saying it's not my idea. Therefore, so I'm I don't against like it. it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. It's gonna take McKay four hours to set the E impulse up. So uh-huh. Hammond's like, look, you got four hours to come up with a better idea. <laughs> yeah. I do love his matter of factness from oh, here forward. Yeah. Hammond's like, I am done Hammond giving shit. Gives no shits this episode. Yeah. None of the fucks are here to There's give. none. There's none. And then credits. <laughs> so back on Chulak, they're getting busy signals on the gate because someone left the gate off the hook on the other end. Mm-hmm. But good news is because now they know what plan Anubis's weapon is on the planet that the gate is off the hook. You know what I just realized? Dial all the rest. Yes, is that with iPhones you can't do that anymore. Maybe. Like you don't get the beep 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 no, beep you beep, don't. beep and there's no lady that says we're sorry, <laughs> but the line you are trying to reach is disconnected. Yeah. What happened to that lady? Where did she go? She retired. Oh, that's so sad. She's living on a Caribbean island with oh, men, that's less with, sad. with men bringing her drinks. I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> as long as she likes men. And uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they're just pleasant, nice people that's to be fair. along with either yeah. way. Um, but Ryak wants to join on this mission, and Braytech, because like Braytech told on this episode that he can't judge a war that he hasn't fought in, and he's been trained his whole little tiny warrior life, so he wants to go fight. Yeah. And before Teal can say anything, Ryak's like, remember that time you said that you didn't doubt me? Yeah, remember? Now Put up or shut up, I'm gonna Dad. be a smug little kid with my hands on my hips. Uh-huh. Remember how I'm yours, so I'm smart? <laughs> I'm smart. So he's in. It's time to prove yourself, yeah. young Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and he's gonna grow a braid now just that one that just one rat one. tail braid yep. yeah yeah and just get real emo uh-huh oh god i hope not oh don't get emo uh in hammond's office where jack is just hanging out yeah like that's just his he's cool new place to be chilling sam gets a little passive aggressive <laughs> a little bit about how mckay's plan will increase the energy by tenfold and cut the time they have she's have. real snotty towards she's them super. i love it i do too because you don't get this side of sam very no, often it's, it's almost like this super jealous half and it's so great because she's always so put together you know it's like when you finally see that friend who's always put together just like has a, a glass of wine and just yeah. decompose yep. like 
Yeah. It's we have a a coworker slash manager. Yeah. Who anytime she curses, I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> Whereas we have people at work who don't hang out with us outside of work, uh-huh. and so uh, for some reason the con like said something, and they I guess they didn't think I swore. <laughs> <laughs> because I was, had, we had mentioned the podcast and we had mentioned, you know, that yeah. it's rated mature. And they're like, why is it, you're Stargate, why is it, it's like, because we curse like sailors. They're like, yeah. I can't see that in you. And I was like, you, oh, you, you don't know me. You see me at you work. You don't know me. <laughs> Just one of your old girls. I don't remember the song. Anyways, um, Hammond, back in the scene, is like, so do you have another plan? Um, No. He's like, okay, well, the only chance this plan is going to work is if you help. Basically, play nice. So go help. Because I said so. And I'm in charge here. On a cargo ship, Ryak is gearing up, but Teal just wants to double check because he's a dad. And he, I can see Ryak like, God. Yeah. Dad. I can do it my own weapons. Yeah, jeez. But it's like when you're little and you pack your own lunch and you pack like fruit roll-ups and then another fruit roll-up and then another fruit roll-up. And that's like, maybe it was just me? <laughs> I think that was just you. <laughs> I'm good. I packed three fruit rolls. That's all I need in life. Um, and Shakril brings the ship out of hyperspace, and they're guessing they have the right planet out of uh, the massive amount of ships that are orbiting yeah. out. This feels right. And they're like, let's go quick. <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on here. Back in the gate room, Siler and McKay are finishing setting up the EM generator when Sam walks in. <laughs> And she just wants to state for the record, she hates McKay. Yeah. It's rapidly growing to despise. You know, the most surprising part for me here was I didn't realize despise was further down the, the scale than hate. <laughs> now I'm like, what is the hate scale? Like, where does loathe fit in? Does it come in before or after despise? Oh. I don't know. I, I, to me, like, loathe is a higher level than despise. I, I imagine so. Yeah. I like it, though. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then McKay's like, obviously, they have to get over this whole physical attraction thing if they're going to work together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Sam's like, I'm pretty sure I can act like it never existed. Yeah. I mean, it's not like she has any practice about acting like a physical attraction with a coworker yeah. doesn't exist. Trust me, McKay, it's for your own good that she doesn't like you. Because <laughs> something bad will happen to you. I mean, nothing bad's happened to Jack yet. No, well, hasn't it? How many times? What's his death count? <laughs> Probably he's the same as hers. He's the same as hers. He's very resilient. That doesn't mean nothing's happened. <laughs> um, but before Sam takes credit for saving the world, yeah. and I love her physical acting here. She's like, shouldn't the EM generator be facing the gate? Yeah, I, and I, I love. Yeah, she gets real petty. The petty list is high. And in yet somehow I'm okay with Off that. The Richter scale of petty. Oh, I'm all for being petty. Sometimes, um, sometimes the pettiness is necessary. And then I'm pretty sure Martin Wood is the person turning the EM pulse around. Oh, that around. makes sense. <laughs> Back on the cargo ship, yeah. Teal tells Ryak to stay on the ship. Like, look, you're going to be a great warrior one day, um, but there's a metric fuck ton of danger mm-hmm. down there. And while you're prepared to die, I'm not prepared for you to yeah. die. That is such great growth from the last part. I know. Because the last part, he was like, I am Teal'c. I know feel feelings. Yeah. I know tell my son things. And yeah. now he's like, 
Don't die because you're squishy, and in my heart, I'm squishy, too. Exactly. Aw. Um, but then there's an explosion, because apparently Anubis can see through their cloak or something Because that guy was like, check out the graphics we're making now. Bitch, yeah. <laughs> and so, at this point, Rex can just ring down with them, since it's now dangerous in either location. Yeah. I do love, I, I don't know if it happens in this scene or the one right before the McKay and Sam uh, hate, hate, yeah. hate fuck talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's hate fuck talk, yes. That um, is Accurate description. Where I said the other guy on the ship goes, Oh, there's rings on the planet. That's this one. Yeah. Okay, so that's when my brain goes, Well, because Anubis loves it, so Uh you put a ring on it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then I started dancing. Like a thing, should have put a ring on it. (laughs) So to do your planet. That's what Jupiter was singing before. And then like Saturn got a ring on it, and it's like, Oh, that's not who I was singing for. I was singing for myself. But then Jupiter has rings. That's right, it does. Jupiter does have rings. I knew that. They're not as blingy. Exactly. He's just, Jupiter's a little more subtle than Saturn, yeah. is all. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Saturn has, like, the, the 10 carat. Yeah. Whereas Jupiter's like, but it's the quality of the, the quality yeah. of the carat I like carat this vintage ring because yeah. it's vintage and I dig it. Anyways, once I get on the planet, Braytech is like, smoke bomb! And battle ensues. <laughs> <laughs> and in the process, Ryak is hit in the shoulder, which causes Teal'c to go Papa Bear. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryak handles himself very well, because this is probably his first time in, like, yeah. legit battle. The fact that he's only hit once. I know. <laughs> the, the fact that he be not dead. Yeah, that he's not Swiss cheese at this yeah. point is pretty awesome. In the gate room, McKay and Sam finish their EMP setup, and they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, like... As the iris opens, the energy is already, like, increasing that's coming out of this thing. Exactly yeah. what Sam predicted. I gotta be honest, even though I watched this three times, I still don't properly understand what they're trying to do to the gate. So, what they're <laughs> doing... So, they're not trying to do anything to the actual gate itself. Okay. They're sending... That That basically is creating a giant electromagnetic pulse. Okay. Which you can create... You don't need to have an atomic bomb to create it. Okay. It is a side effect of an atomic bomb. But Got it's it. basically just, like... Flash bombing the whole EM spectrum. To me, just that thing just looks like the giant ghost trap that the Ghostbusters. The have. answer is magnets, <laughs> bitch. The answer magnets, is magnets. <laughs> and so they're not just going to trap it in there. No, I'm certain it's just a yes. giant ghost trap. It is a giant ghost trap Got it. using magnets <laughs> that sends out an EM pulse. So they're basically trying to like short circuit like. <laughs> EM pulse the other side because they can send it back through the now gate. Now I've got every 80s movie in my head. Now I've got Short Circuit and Ghostbusters. Johnny number five! <laughs> um, we're sober, I promise. We actually we are. are. We're saving up for the superb owl. <laughs> the superb owl. Where I am, Justin Timberlake wins uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Fly Eagles. Fly. My favorite part is the fact that we were recording this before the Super Bowl, but the Super Bowl will have been played and Whoa. won by the time this released. And Welcome I just to saw the future. an article today that was talking about how there's heavy rumors that Justin Timberlake is going to perform with a hologram of Prince. I'm not okay with that. I'm actually super okay with it. <laughs> it's like, I love Prince. I think he would have hated it. I, I'm, but I'm, yeah, I see what I'm you're getting at. I'm just super okay with it. Anyways. Yeah. Um, 
Where was that? Okay, so basically trying to short circuit the fancy Anubis weapon on the other side. Yes. Okay. And they're got it. shooting, and and so the electricity is basically just like static electricity. That's okay. Like the lightning that's they're being just shut basically off. shocking it. They're just shocking it. Okay. To, to yeah, and and that's why some of the monitors on their end turn off just because it, it fucks with any technology. Understood. I'm yeah. ready. Um, and so it, you, that's the heat shimmer effect you see is sort of the EM mm-hmm. um, pulsing, and <laughs> the- and as Sam. Sam goes to close the iris, the energy shoots out of the palm scanner, taking her out. And McKay's just like, uh, um, that wasn't supposed to happen. I, I didn't do it. You guys all saw, right? <laughs> I didn't I didn't make that happen. That wasn't my fault. And she is not going to be happy when she wakes up. No. I mean, she is waking up, right? <laughs> yeah. Back on the planet, our trio is keeping hidden as the trend of the planet group People things. on the uh-huh. the trio does a lot of hiding. Yes, mainly Ryak. There's anyway, a lot of hiding and then shooting and then hiding and then his shooting. shoulder. Ryak's shoulder is a very large, very painful wound, but he's a teenage boy trying to prove himself. Uh, so he shakes it off and says it doesn't. He's hurt. like it doesn't hurt. It's, it's just a flesh. There's wound. something in my eye that's yeah, not tears. I'm, I'm just allergic to the assholes that were here earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he gets a wonderful life lessons about not to get shot in the future. <laughs> Don't stand still. <laughs> yeah. I, I learned that this is my new life motto is keep moving and be lucky. Uh-huh. Because as silly as it sounds or as funny as that moment was, it's kind of really it's cool. It's actually truly And be lucky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to get that tattooed across my chest. Yes. That's and like, totally and like, and like black letter. Yep. Yeah. Old English, black, black old letter. English, guys. Um, so but in the infirmary, Sam <laughs> is awake now and has a bandaged hand. And mm-hmm. she was starting, just starting to feel better when McKay walks in. Can we just say the word pianist and then move from this scene? <laughs> no, I really like this scene. <laughs> McKay is trying real hard uh-huh. in this scene. Pianist. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. It's a pianist. <laughs> pianist. That is the name of the profession. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Pianist. So he seems very genuine when he's he's sorry and he didn't mean anyone to get hurt, let alone Sam. Uh-huh. And and he starts on the story about he wanted always wanted to be a concert pianist. Mm. And Sam's like, where is this going? Yep. You just said penis. Uh-huh. A concert pianist. <laughs> He was going to participate in the puppetry of the penis. Because he said he didn't have the best childhood. His parents hated each other, oh, blamed him. another one. And music was his salvation because it had this perfect order. <sighs> and Sam's like, where can I get off of this ride in this I'm conversation? Done. This is a... <laughs> where's my tiny violin? But he continues because he was like, look, when I was 12, my teacher told him to quit. Mm. Because while he was playing everything perfectly, he had no emotion behind it. He had no heart. He had no art behind it. Yeah. And Sam's like, why am I hearing this still? That part's actually really... That's what sweet. I'm saying. Like, McKay that, is yes. trying here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I, I agree. I agree. And and yeah, that does seem really appropriate for who he is. It's like, look, I'm just the numbers dude. It is. And, and especially when he can, he's like, look, I turned to science because I thought it would be different from music. Uh, he yeah. thought it would be just the order and the logic half, but it's not. It's as much of an art form as anything else. Um, and McKay tells Sam that she's an artist. And it's very romantic. Best that he's ever seen. And he's critical because he's jealous. Yeah. Aww. Which I totally back here because as a, I never call myself an artist, but as a creative person who did almost go into science, mm-hmm. like I wrote papers in college about how the scientific method and the artistic method were essentially the exact same thing. Well, it's the same um, 
concepts it's as far same, as yeah. you try and you see if it works. It's the whole hypothesis and proofs yeah. and everything yep. is identical. Yep. So I'm yeah, that's why that's that's another why I love this scene so much. Just because it's even even McKay is in a way that I don't think Sam sees at all. Mm. Yeah, the art in science and the and him acknowledging the fact that like that's not my strong suit. Well, and I love that she needs to hear that from someone else because there's no way she would ever think of herself as an no, artist. It no. just doesn't seem like that's who she. Even here, when as. someone tells her that, she's, she's like, like, "Still, can I get off this ride? Yeah, please? I'm this done. Is please, this is weird." And um, he's starting to realize that he's not going to solve this. And Sam's typically insane ideas are probably going to be their best chance. Yeah. And Sam just tries. There's a clarity in what he knows. Yes. Which is really cool. And Sam's again like, can we get off this ride? Cut to the point. How much time do we have left? Yeah. And she's and she was right about the time being cut in half. They have about 25 hours left. Yikes. Um, So, right. First things first. Sam's going to get dressed. Uh Which means McKay leaves. Get out. Now. (laughs) And I, you know, why do they even have to put her into a... I guess they have to. No well, way. she was knocked unconscious. That's true. That's so true. Check she was probably things. hooked up to leads, etc. That's fair. That's um, fair. And I, again, this is the other scene where Amanda has some amazing physical comedy in this. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's really subtle, but yeah. it's super amazing. She does do comedy way better than you would imagine, just based on what she's been allowed to do. Exactly. She hasn't really been, and, and I will say that this... Yeah, on the con- show, anyway. and I will, And that's what I'm saying. I will say that this kind of continues. Yeah. Like, you get to see... I like it. Well, McKay brings a different type of levity. It does. That, um... That maybe like Jack does for a bit, but his yeah. is more the snark. Whereas McKay brings a little bit more aggressive comedy yes. into the room. Yeah. It's more blatant, but again, but the way that Amanda Tapping brings this to Sam, where it's almost just like this perfect, um, perfect physical comedy timing. Yeah, and it's absolutely, and it's not over the top, but even just like the weird pointing she did with yeah, the impulse. The, the, yeah, and, it's just a perfect and amount of awkward. her like. Getting up off the uh, the the, uh, the bed at the yeah. start. It's just I love it. <laughs> it's good stuff. Dear Amanda Tapping, we love yeah. you with all our hearts. Yeah. Um. So back, I'm just gonna give her a terror word for being awesome. I like it. Yeah, terror word for subtle physical comedy. Yes. First, uh, I was gonna say subtle awesomeness, but there's no subtleness about her awesomeness level. No. So back on the planet, the trio are still being all for stealth. Um, and we get this great flyover effect shot of sci-fi going, hey, look at all the effects we can do now. Yeah. Here's a little mini Mordor with energy <laughs> shooting into We're a gate. We're doing so many things. It looks like they found the weapon. I'm just going to guess here. <laughs> Which is unlike any ghoul design Braytag has seen. Yeah. I didn't really fully understand the weapon, but that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teal has seen something similar built by the ancients. And I'm like, I don't know what he's referring to. Yeah. I'm like, I, just, I don't I... remember anything. Thing like this All right, let's by keep, the well, so far. we weren't there that day we weren't there <laughs> we were absent yeah, we were they weren't filming that <laughs> yeah. mission we forgot to take notes <laughs> Things happen. The camera, they, they went without the cameras yeah. on the mission. You know, this is a documentary, right? Yeah, this yeah. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, that was recently tweeted about by the powers that be. <laughs> that was a thing. Nice. Uh, you don't read our Twitter thing, so you, you miss that part. That's okay. Yeah. It's allowed. So most likely he, like, Anubis found this weapon and figured out how to operate it, which means that if they destroy it, he's not going to be able to just turn it back on again and rebuild it quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's a bonus. So Ryak's going to stay here, not because you're young and you're inexperienced, but because you're injured and you're going to slow us down. Yeah. 
I love that they explained that to him properly. Yes. Um, also, someone's got to ride drive the getaway ship. Exactly. I Which mean, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he hot wires that cargo <laughs> ship. Yes. So in in the science filled briefing room in Nerd <laughs> yeah. Central, yes. um, they're debating different things like encasing the gate in alloy to reduce the effects of the explosion. The other guy thinks that they don't have the time, so he's going to detonate the gate now and like still damage the planet. But blah blah blah, all bad shit, you know. Uh huh. All these terrible ideas. And while they continue to debate, McKay's just like. Those people are all fucking morons. Mm-hmm. Why is the little alien dude doing there yeah. by the gate? <laughs> and you look down and it's just Jonas with his books, his coffee, staring majestically at the gate. Can we talk about how it takes them 27 minutes into the episode, which magically is how far into this episode we are. <laughs> 27 minutes to get me some Jonas. I love that you fiend. checked the counter. I did. <laughs> I was like, seriously? About time. <laughs> 27 minutes. So Sam heads down there, and uh, she's like, I bet you regret coming to this planet now, don't you? Um, and uh, the stupidest thing's been bugging Jonas since yeah. he got here. They're in a mountain. Yeah. And the gate doesn't fit through the doors. Mm-hmm. So how did it get in here? Did you wonder this question at any point during the run of nope, the first five seasons? I am not Jonas or Dan. I call this Jonas is Danieling right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. He's just seeing things from the perspective where all of us should have been like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so far down this other rabbit hole that none of us pulled back. Especially considering they have moved the gate before. We've but, seen yes. the gate outside yeah. of the mountain. I just, you know didn't worry about it is really what it comes down to so yeah i call this jonas's jonas is currently danieling so they retract the ceiling and there's a like shaft bare like just how many floors does that shift go at down? that point you're threading a needle like uh-huh. to not smack the gate yes. against the- so there's a shaft that leads to the surface and there's a crane inside like a uh-huh. stargate crane yeah and Jonas it's like, is this like, makes the claw game look like <laughs> ba- like child's play. And, and and Jonas is like, interesting. He basically pulls the me with a drink. Uh-huh. He pulls a yeah. Dixie. He's yeah. just like, I'm going to coffee right now. You think about that for I'm going to let you think and then figure this out for yourself, even though I basically just gave you the answer, Sam. Because he's like, does it go up as well? Uh-huh. And Sam's like, well, moving the gate won't shut off. I mean, there's nowhere on earth. And Jonas is like, did you not see me take a drink of my coffee? Dude, Go back how and much think more about obvious this. do I need to make this? Jonas knew she'd think of something. Yeah. <laughs> back on the planet, Teal and Braytech run into a shield around the weapon and it looks like it hurts. <laughs> yeah. I am going to say that these whole fight scenes look a lot like, remember in Power Rangers when they would fight the putty men? <laughs> Yes. The putty soldiers. I'm sad that I do. They're basically just taking down putty soldiers this yeah. whole time. So uh-huh. that's what I'm calling the bad Jaffa. The, okay. The cool Jaffa. Uh-huh. Because Jaffa are not cool. Blah, blah, blah. The yub nubs. Yes. The, the, the foot yes. soldiers in the yub nub of Jaffa. Yes. The foot soldiers. Yes. They're all putty men. So basically, anytime that we fight them, we're fighting the putty men. Okay. That yeah. works. That was weird. Because I also just thought of the foot. Yeah. Ninja Turtle. That I mean, it's basically too, yeah. it's the exact same it's thing. It's foot soldiers. Yeah. So, um, back in, uh, back in science briefing room, 
Mm-hmm. Like, look, just hear Sam out for a second. Mm-hmm. They're going to attach the gate to a bottom of an X-ray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she said this with a straight face. Uh, yeah. She's going to attach, they're going to attach the gate to the bottom of 302 and they're going to fly it away from Earth as uh-huh. far as they can. Look, we have just enough time to get the gate hooked up to the surface. I don't think that elevator moves very fast, guys. Also, do you know how, yeah. do you know how fast the, uh, the crawler moves to move like, can you imagine the elevator music in that thing? Oh God, by the time you get to the surface, but you know like the, the crawler moving the rockets and the shuttles uh-huh, and uh-huh. stuff i'm pretty sure it moves about that pace <laughs> it feels right um but they're um, gonna get yeah. it to the surface they're gonna load it onto a c-17 they're gonna get it to area 51 they're gonna attach it to a rig on the bottom of the x Rio 2 and then fly it out and then for the last part of my magic we're trick, gonna pull it around the gates. <laughs> and then just a shit ton of handkerchiefs. <laughs> There's me and Nubus on the end of it. She's basically con- composing a Rube Goldberg machine. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah. She's playing a giant game of mousetrap. In fact, that would have been a beautiful I way to write this scene. I love that game of I love mousetrap like, so much. Like, they go into like an office and Jonas has found a game of mousetrap and that's how It's just an out. escape room. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need an escape room Ooh, episode. Yes, I like that. Also, <laughs> we just need to do an escape room and then record it. I'm okay with that. Okay. Done. You know, there's a Star Wars escape room in Orlando. Really? There's a lot of cool things out here. Yeah, I know. Hashtag Orlando doesn't suck. <laughs> so anyways, um, but none of that shit's going to happen if they just sit around here debating it. So like, let's go save the world, people. Yeah. <laughs> let's roll. I do love that at the end of that, she's like, chop, chop, I'm taking charge. We're going to do this. Yeah. And I think that's what she says. She, like, yeah, yeah. She doesn't say, can we? No, she's, she's like, like, we're, we're gonna doing do, this. Get your asses off the chairs uh-huh. and go move. Time to get it all done. And, and Hammond's like, well done. And she's like, well, it wasn't my idea, and it's not done yet, so let's save the congratulations. Also, by the way, if this works, you remember the fact that we're not going to have a Stargate anymore. Yeah. How about don't pop the champagne just yet? And Hammond's like, I did, that did occur to me. Uh However, the planet won't be dead. Right. So, you know, give and takes. Either way, you wouldn't have had a Stargate. Exactly. (laughs) This way, at least you get the consolation prize of Of planet. Earth. (laughs) Earth is still there. Yeah, Earth is a pretty decent consolation prize. So along the path, some some a uh, uh, yub nub of foot soldiers <laughs> of funny men. men come across Steel Cabretech. They take a few out, but then they get surrounded. Um, and the gate room, the gate starts moving. Dun dun dun. And uh, and then Chekhov is giving an earful to Hammond of yeah. an offer in exchange for cooperation and the X three hundred two technology. The Russian government won't let the SGC rent the Stargates, basically in a simplistic way. Blah um, blah blah. But Hammond's like, do you not understand the basic concept of if if we can dispose of the gate that's about to explode, uh-huh. nothing is around to stop Anubis from doing the exact same goddamn thing with the next yeah. gate. So no one gets a Stargate program until yeah. we can... Hammond, again, is all business. He's like, I am not fucking around anymore. No. Nobody's playing outside. Every, no. what, like, it's like that you're little. <laughs> yeah. And now someone gets hurt, uh-huh. and it doesn't matter which mom it is. No. One mom goes, everybody inside now. Now. Now you're all done playing. That's what Hammond's doing. 
So on the planet, it's night now, yeah. and they, ba- <laughs> they they bring the teal to the head. I'm sorry, I yelled. Foot soldier. <laughs> and he's forced to kneel and starts asking all questions, and it's a conversation we've had a thousand times yeah. before, like, blah, 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 not a god, blah, 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 Shulfa, blah, 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 Jafar yeah. rebellion growing, false gods, tell me answers. Uh, yeah. And then they threaten Ryak, which I'm like, are I you I wonder serious? if they have it on a card that they're supposed to read. <laughs> to script? Yeah. Yeah. Insert name of SG one here. Yeah, every yeah every soldier has to carry one in their wallet. Um, and then like I said, don't threaten Ryak in front of Teal'c. Like that's a yeah, dumb thing. Yeah. Why? Why? Are, do you want death? And then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna get the old man instead." And then he threatens Ryak and like, "Don't do it. You're an idiot." Okay, fine. Get him. Sure. Go get the old man. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I try not to laugh at you. And your <laughs> stupid face. You're gonna be dead. Yeah. Um. So Sam and Jack are having a walk and talk. Mm-hmm. There is a concern that the uh, the X302 may not have the fuel to exit the atmosphere with the <laughs> weight of the Stargate, considering it weighs sixty four thousand pounds, mm-hmm. um, and they'll have to make it to one hundred and eighty kilometer altitude. Um, at a minimum escape velocity, or he's just going to fall back to Earth. Yeah. Also, the rig is not aerodynamic, which is a kind of thing that's important when you're trying to break through the atmosphere. <laughs> also, remind me, am I remembering this wrong? Or is this very similar to, is it Iron Man who does this in the Avengers movie? Yeah, uh, yes. Is this no, big- he doesn't. He does it in one of his solo films. Oh, God, is it maybe the first Iron Man? I think, yeah. No. Because yes. the second Iron Man no. is with the, the the Mickey Rourke character. It's with the chains. I dude. think it's with. I think it's that one. <laughs> but it is Iron Man. It is and Iron he does Man. Fly a yes. thing into the sky, and everybody thinks he's dead. Yes, got it. Um, and Jack is starting to think that he doesn't want to know any of this information. And also, Jack is Iron Man. <laughs> he's really Chuck Yeager. <laughs> okay, fine. Because. I feel the need, the need. I'm just confusing all my movies. It's okay. That's fine. All my speed flight films. Movies are fun to watch. Um, so they're working on. What was that? We really, calling me. We really, we really need to watch the right stuff though. At some point, I'm in. Soon, I'm in. Let's it's do amazing. It. I have it on Blu-ray for reasons. Beautiful. So they're working. They're working on lightening the the 302 to help because every pound counts. Which Jack thinks he shouldn't have eaten that cake then at that <laughs> yeah. point. Um, He's like, well, I have like three pies. And they're like three <laughs> slices of pie. He's like. like no, three pies. To, to find slice. Yeah. Um, like, is a slice the whole thing? Yeah, because in that case, yes, it's three slices it. of pie. I did that. And uh, and she's like, I really wish you could go. And he goes, you know what? I actually believe you. And that's the part <laughs> I find weird. <laughs> and also, she's like, by the way, if this does work, Jonas deserves something. Because yeah. it was his idea. And also, he gave up everything, literally, to bring us the Nagoda. His entire everything. And I do love that he's worn her down. Yeah. He's like, look, it's not his fault the hyperspace generator doesn't work. But, like, I mean. Two down, one to go. Because you got two at the last episode. Good good luck. I mean, it could go wrong. I mean, everything's going to be fine. Back on the planet, Ryak is sneaking around, staying hidden. Mm-hmm. And over here is that they want to move Braytac and Teal'c to the gate. The end. Yeah. At Area 51, uh, Jack is back in his awesome flight suit. Yeah. And Dr. Murphy r- runs through all the stuff that they've removed like, from the let's ship. let's not do that. <laughs> they removed weapons and some life support. Don't worry. Just the extra support. Yeah. I mean, you just need a little... You're, look, if you get to this point, you're going to die anyway. Like, yeah. you might as well have said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, Jack's like, if I need more than an hour, I'm, you know, I'm, dead I'm anyway. I'm going to die, yeah. Uh, we've removed the radar, the crash safety mechanisms, the landing gear, because, oh, by the, the way, we forgot to tell you, 
that you're just gonna have to eject from the ship. There's no it's landing. It's basically into. like the first car that I bought for myself <laughs> had roll-up windows, and this was after the 2000s. <laughs> had roll-up windows. It had only an AM FM stereo, and it did not have any AC. Uh-huh. They're basically giving him that version of a plane. Yes. But also, it's one that doesn't have seatbelts or airbags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on top of that. Yeah. The seat just shoves you out of it if you're in an also, accident. Also, the bricks may not work. <laughs> so just learn to tuck and roll. He's, he's going to have to just crash the 302 into the ocean. Yeah. Uh, and That's basically cr- what you do when you eject from... You're uh-huh. tucking and rolling yes. from an airplane. Yes, you are. <laughs> Let's think about that. And and holy crap, they just mounted the X-302 with the Stargate underneath it on top of a 747. It looks so pretty. Like, it's wearing a little flower crown. I know. Which, like, it's ready for Coachella, that and this is And this is appropriate <laughs> because that's what they would mount the... the you know, they mounted the yes. uh, shuttle onto the back yes. of a 747. So you just giving it a piggyback. Right? Uh-huh. That's literally... It was the piggyback shuttle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that's what it was called. Well, yeah, it was like just riding piggyback, yeah. yeah. But I do love that it looks like a little crown. Uh-huh. That plane's going to Coachella. It's gonna make some friends. <laughs> really, you know, watch all those indie bands she really loves. Maybe wear some inappropriate, like, uh, Indian, uh, Native American wear. Yeah, it's gonna get a, it's gonna get a slightly questionable if it's appropriate paint job. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All these things that happen. On the planet, Ryak is still sneaking around the dark, eyeing the death gliders now. Yeah. Hmm. And um, in what is now Mission Control briefing room, it's changed. They've reskinned the briefing room again. Yeah. There's like a fuck ton of computers and everything in it yeah. now. Um, everything is airborne, and they're about to separate. All this happens real, like slowly but fast, and so I try to make sense of it. But we see Jack in the X three hundred two with the gate on top of this. I just still can't yeah. get over the stacking of it. But, it's pretty insane. Um, and the beautifulness because you see the, the the blue shimmer like on the bottom yes. of the glider. Yeah, they're at ten kilometers. They're gonna step and they separate. And Jack wants the peoples to stop saying good luck. Yeah, please stop talking to me. Uh, and at thirty kilometers, he's at Mach six, and he's about to fire the air spike engines. And the ship starts to shake, like as in about to fall apart. Shake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but he can't. Come on, hold together. <laughs> Hear me, baby. Hold together. <laughs> um, and but they can't fire the rocket engines till they get fifty kilometers up, just because of that's the they Reasons. can't fire the engine uh-huh. in the atmosphere. Um, and he gets alarms just going all over the ship, and the ship starts to lose power. So Jack, regardless of what Mission Command says, is going to fire the fucking rocket engines, and they're like, "Find you whatever you want, Jack." I mean, what are we going to do? Stop you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what we can do? Do whatever the fuck you want. Forever. Exactly. Um, and so it, he he does, but he's not quite able to make it to that 40 kilometers an hour mark that he has to keep at for 15 seconds yeah. in order to, like, actually break through the atmosphere and right. and, and get out of orbit. Mm-hmm. So he's got to... He's not going to make it off of platform. He's not. <laughs> he's not going to. No. Yeah. And so they have to... He has to release the gate early because he's running out of gas, mm-hmm. which he then does. And um, he's not anywhere near the altitude he has to be at since he had to fire the engines early. And he's just going to fall back to Earth. Yay, we're all going to die. At this point, he would like someone to wish him good luck. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so he's going to hit the coast of Europe in 35 minutes. Yep. And McKay's like, well, if he nosedives that fucker, then it'll take half the time. And he'll drop it the gate into the middle of the Atlantic, which if it sinks a couple thousand feet, which would sort of at least reduce some of the devastation. Not yeah. a lot. But at this point, anything is better than nothing. Uh, what would that do? Would that create like giant tsunamis or would it create like, yeah. earthquakes or yeah. all of the above? All of the above. <laughs> Got it. Dang. Considering 
what we see, the explosion power, which I will get to how big of a fucking Holy explosion parts. that is at the okay. end here, <laughs> that would not really do anything to save the Earth. Yeah. Um, and on, on the planet at night, uh, they're, they're marching Teal'c and Braytac to the gate and a glider flies low, low and strong and starts firing and takes everyone out except for Teal'c and Braytac. That is some goddamn good shooting. That is, he got lucky. He learned to be, keep moving. Yeah. Lucky. (laughs) He learns quick, this kid. Um, I mean, I used to shoot, I just blinked on the line. I used to shoot Womp Rats on my T-16 back home. <laughs> That's right. They're not much bigger. <laughs> I like it. I just failed. My, That's okay. I don't I know got it close either. enough. I barely know it. You could have told me that's exactly right. I would believe you. <laughs> so there's that. Back with Jack. They're going to go with the nosedive plan, which Jack's like, come again for big fudge. Yeah. Can we think of any other option? What about the Guys, how about we stop volunteering me for death? Volunteering <laughs> me for death. <laughs> Yeah. How about the hyperdrive instead? Yeah. And I mean, it's not like it didn't work. It's just that they don't know where they will send him. And yeah. who really cares as long as it's a galaxy far, far away? Uh-huh. We'll and, figure out how to get back after. Or not. Like, yeah. at this point, I don't care. Yeah. And Sam's like, you know, he's right. The window itself did form. It was just unstable. Mm-hmm. So, and there's also the question of what would happen when you open it in the atmosphere of the Earth. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing, considering the options that they have here. Right. Um... And Hammond will make the call on, I'm assuming, the red phone. Mm. And McKay's like, you are a certifiable lunatic. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know I called you an artist and all, and I haven't slept in three days, but you're deranged. I like now you're just mad. Yeah. Like a hatter mad. The interim <laughs> signal field around a highly charged gate with an unpredictable burst of energy... Like, he goes, that's, no, I'm techno-babbling at you because that's a dumb plan. He's, like, dropping it in the ocean as actual tangible benefits. And mm-hmm. Sam goes, okay, saving a few people versus saving the Earth. Saving all of the people. All of the people. Yeah. And you've got to be some degree of unhinged yeah. to be part of this team. Uh, that's just yes. not what it comes down to. Exactly. Yeah. And Jonas has been sort of, like, hovering in the back this whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, maybe we can reduce the risk a little. The instability of the Nakwada is relative to the size of the power you're trying to extract from it. So, like, you don't have to send the galaxy, the, the gate across a galaxy. You just have to send it a few million, million miles. You just need a little tiny bit. Yeah. So that convinces McKay. Teamwork. Yay. <laughs> Countdown is 11 minutes. Let's do this. So it's 76 kilometers left to drop. Uh, they're going to let Jack have his way and try his way. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have him start with overrunning the safety protocols that canceled the wormhole the last time. Sam's like, look, they can mitigate more issues by only activating the generator for a single second. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't meant to do that. <laughs> so I'm going to have to rewrite some code real quick. Uh, we're just going to... And McKay does it. He's like, I've caught something. Let me write code and give it to him. Like the actual McKay-Sam teamwork. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to keep falling... Slow. <laughs> oh my! Sing oh, see, I think man I think Jack would go with. Now I'm free, <laughs> free falling. Uh, he would. Yeah. I just like that. And he one. would say balling. <laughs> he would say free balling. He well, yes, yes, he, he would. He would flip back and forth because uh-huh. he understands the ironicness of him uh-huh. actually in a free fall. Yeah. But at the same time, he would like the term free. He would a like free falling. So that's when he would. Do you think back he wears forth. underwear normally? What is that's he, a, a boxer question. briefs man? Hmm. Interesting. That is a good question. I can imagine he is a boxer person. Okay, here's what I imagine. Tuke is 
He's free balling. Yeah, Tilka is like, Tilka's I don't know what underwear is. Tilka is like, if I didn't have to wear pants, I'd be happy. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like. Yeah, but Jack yeah. Jack might be like a boxer briefs man. See, I see Daniel as the boxer brief man. Okay. I see Jonas as a boxer brief man. I Got see it. I see I see Jack as just boxers. Now, I wonder, I have no idea, is there like a uniform situation that would have happened that he would have just gotten used to? Like, is it a brief Possibly. Possibly? Not sure. <laughs> as we ponder military underwear. Let's um, talk about military underwear. Uh, so on the planet, Teal and Braytac watch as Ryak fires at the weapon from the, with, you know, from his death glider. Yeah. And, um starts the explosions, which continue <laughs> in a bit. Back at the briefing room, the countdown timer is under two minutes. Sam has finally uploaded the new program to the, the uh, X302. people, two minutes. And we have to activate the hyperspace generator. He's mm-hmm. not going to have much time. Jack knows. And if this works, Jack knows. Yep. So Jack activates a hyperspace window. Jack ejects right as the X-ray or two enters the window, but they can't this get a is, hold of Jack. I love the way this is shot. It's beautifully too. shot. It's like, I was like, did they do it in slow motion? What just happened? I yeah. watched that a couple times. Uh-huh. And then there is an explosion in the sky. It's a light oh. show. It detonated. Not the band. It detonated <laughs> over 3 million miles from Earth. That's which, far. Which, for perspective, okay. the moon... On average, is just over a quarter of a million miles. Whoa! So the, that's the size of the explosion. Okay, wait—a quarter of a million miles, and this is over three this million. This is six miles. times further than the than distance the from the yes than the moon, Got and it. that's the size of the explosion. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Brain box broken. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. I'm yeah. back. Yeah. So it's a. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it could land in the Atlantic. It's not going to do any good. The Earth is fucked. Yeah. That is huge. Like that thing could even explode where the moon is, yeah. and the Earth still be fucked. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. What happens when you explode the moon? The end. It depends on how you explode the moon. That's fair. I mean, the moon came from the Earth anyway. Yeah. Would we make another little moon? Just birth another one. Well, again, it doesn't work that way. Did, well, I mean, if, if something crashed into the earth, like a big enough thing crashed into the earth right now, then yeah, it would probably destroy the earth. And if it got broken up the same way the moons formed, then yeah, we would form some more moons, most likely, depending on how the things group together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if, if the moon explodes, it depends on how it explodes. If it's like a subtle explosion that just kind of breaks it apart, it probably wouldn't affect us too much. We might oh. get some more asteroids hit down at us. But if it's like blown up like that, Blowing up like Death Star blow up? Yeah. We, that's not good for news We gonna die. Got it. Also, without the moon, we'll probably we'll get hit with a lot more shit. Yeah. So that's not good that's either. Um, and they finally have a visual on a shoot. The cockpit is intact, and that's actually footage from, I believe, Apollo 13. Oh, I was going to ask what it was from. I believe Yay. it is Apollo 13 from what I read, which is cool considering it's Apollo fucking 13. Yeah, no kidding. Which... Shocker guys is one of my favorite like mankind is awesome <laughs> victory stories. That's the one where they took Tom Hanks to the moon. That's right? the one that took Tom, Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. one that Tom Hanks and Gary Sinise went to the moon. <laughs> yes. <it. laughs> which I will be honest, every time I watch that, which shocker, I've seen it a number of times. Yeah. And I've read the book a number of times. <laughs> All the books a couple times. Um, I still get like like almost panicky and anxious at yeah. the end, even though I know exactly yeah, how the goddamn thing happened. <laughs> I was actually thinking they need to make a movie about Apollo Eleven. 
Oh, okay. I thought of this, you, you know, people don't realize how close to not landing on the moon they got. Oh, I didn't They know got that. within seconds of aborting that. Damn. Because they, they were running out of gas. Okay. To the point of a couple seconds longer, and they would not have been able to take back off the moon. They would have just been stuck on the moon. So, yeah, they, they came, and like, Armstrong basically went fucking rogue and just like, took the controls and just started flying that thing to some flat <laughs> surface because where they were trying yeah. to land down it didn't end up being flat oh right and they had to look for parking they had to look for parking so like Armstrong <laughs> just fucking took control and just I'm gonna go over here now fuck it we're gonna park in this thing that says handicapped who's gonna stop uh, us yeah. yeah they parked in handicapped parking on the moon because <laughs> yeah. who's gonna who's gonna ticket yeah, yeah the landing come out craft. here and get me yeah and uh yeah they need I'm like that's why they need to make a movie like a, an Apollo 13 epic style of Apollo 11, because if like go and listen to the actual Tom Hanks, if you're listening, I know you listen. <laughs> Let me make this call your friend Steve. Yeah, I know you call him Steve. Yeah, yeah Steven. Because, of course. Uh, make this movie. Make this movie, please. Yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah, go listen. That's your homework this week, guys. Go listen to the actual recording of the landing. Not just the eagle has landed. All the shit that came before the eagle has Boom. landed. Let's do and it. Your mind will be blown. Um, anyway, so they go out and get him. He's conscious and waving. Mm-hmm. Jack survived. Everyone cheers. It's great. It's awesome. Planet saved. Yay. Even Stormy is barking. Stormy is very excited about this. So uh, on the planet. To be fair, get- <laughs> he's. I think he's got a body, but he's going to wait. He'll be all right. So on the planet, the gate uh, shuts down. And that, as they say, is is that. The end. Uh, Raya flies over again, destroying the weapon. <laughs> and it's attacked by other gliders. And Teal'c is held back by Braytac because he wants to go save his son. And then the weapon explodes. <laughs> yeah. Giant fucking explosion. It's no good. Yeah. And I'm watching it happen. And it, it's a little confusing to watch because it's like... Because I'm just watching those things to see if yeah. they go down that ring yeah. of, of, of yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden the fucking like ex- it's like oh volcano explosion yeah. comes out. That's the center. what makes it go down. Yeah, <laughs> I understand now. Yeah. So back at the SGC, McCain and Sam are walking and talking. Um, mm. You know, they're closing up shop long enough to find a way to defend themselves. Yeah, that's fair. And McKay offers his hand and lets him know um, that he can help if he if the offer ever comes. And she shakes his hand and then gives him a kiss on the cheek yeah and he's like does that mean you don't hate me and she's like i love hate you and and she's like maybe i mean too bad for you though i was way more attracted to you when i did hate you and she walks away grinning (laughs) oh stormy so in hammond's office um things are getting packed up um, apparently <laughs> yeah. the president wants to see Jack in person and thank him and basically offer him any assignment he wants. Yeah. And Jack was thinking a boat, not like a Navy sized one, yeah. like a small one. I want you oars. to assign me retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also what Hammond's doing. Like yeah. they're close Aww. for business for now and Hammond should have retired. I mean, what do you ago. do after this? I yeah. mean, there's, this is the pinnacle of exactly. your career. So why would you want anything else? Uh, and both of them were either retired already or, or about, about to retire. To be, yeah. So, I mean, it's not sure how long it's going to be so they can reestablish the Stargate program if they ever can. Mm -hmm. You know, Hammond, of course, he feels super responsible for the team straight at off world, but there's nothing they can do for it. And then the phone rings. Yeah, just getting in the nick of time, saved by the bell. They're getting a communication. It's from Teal'c in the cargo ship. By the way, we hotwired that. Well, my son hotwired this thing. And the weapon that was fucking with the gate has been destroyed. 
We um, saved you because we're Teok and we're awesome. And, and also my son's awesome. Yeah, and Look we would like permission to land if possible. And Teok <laughs> gives all the credit to Ryak. And it's very sweet. Oh, and he's just beaming like a, like I a know. good dad. I know. He's and like, my son saved the worlds. Yeah. That's right, plural. Worlds. I did it. So, um. I made this. The- <laughs> Uh, I am an otter holding up my baby otter. Uh, The SGC was not closed for long. Uh, They get their original gate back. Yes. But now it's being lowered in. And and Sam wonders what they gave to the Russians for their original gates. Uh, Good old American dollars. (laughs) And the plans for the X-302 and the Uh X-303. And Mm. one more thing. So they have plans for a different ship. Interesting. Because I mentioned X-302, yeah. which we've seen, and we don't know. All we know is there's an X-303. So for the future ship of the futureness. Future! In the hallway, uh-huh. Jack uh, Jack heard that Ryak is a pretty good pilot. And he <laughs> hopes to be as good as his father one day. Aww. And Jack's like, gross. Just know that no one is that good. Dang. It's um, all just love in this moment. I know. And all Jack this squishy lovingness. He adorably, like, wants Ryak to just hang out for a bit. Yeah. Because he wants to get all, like, uncle up on Ryak. Right. And teach um, him how to fish. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and Teal says that Ryak has chosen to help Braytek spread the word for their cause. And there's a giant father-son bear hug beaming <laughs> proudness. Yeah. And then and as Jack is walking away, Jonas comes up to him. Yeah, finally, his third appeal. Mm-hmm. And and Jack's like, Jack's like, look, thank you. And I just tries to keep walking. Um, but Jonas is like, uh-uh. No, we're going to talk this shit out we're right gonna now. We're going to Daniel this out. Daniel is gone. Mm-hmm. And I think of that every single day. And I'm the one that had this, that stood there while he saved my entire people. And it should have been me. And he's gone because I didn't do anything. And I have to live with that. Right. So that part's understood now. He And Jack's like, well, it it wasn't your fault. You can't blame yourself. It's not anything you could have done anything about. Um, and John is like, look, if I could change things, I, I would. Um, but I can't. And all I can do is try to change what happens from now on. So you, like, you don't exonerate me. Like, just give me the chance to prove that I can make a difference. And as the elevator opens, Jack enters, and then the closed door closes, and then I'm reacting to anything. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not going to talk to you because I've decided that I'm Smo- done. Slow smoke bomb. <laughs> so in Hammond's office, he's like... Look, you don't want to hear this, but part of the deal for getting the gate was there would be a Russian officer <laughs> on SG-1. I love this part. And Jack's like, can't they just have their own fucking team? I mean, I already found the new person for yeah, SG-1. Yeah, I always had this plan the whole time to just let Jonas on the team. Because Why I'd rather you? have Jonas than a Russian. Yeah, but that's what it takes. It yeah. takes, like, the threat yeah. of a Russian. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then- well, I love this. Like, can we just have, like, their own team that we can conveniently lose off of? Exactly. <laughs> Just, that's the part of the sentence he didn't say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we already lost one Russian team off planet. Can yeah, we just lose we'll another? Just lose another one. And in the gate room, sometime later, the newly formed SG-1 is getting ready to head through the gate, oh. and Jonas comes in with a helmet. The biggest, dumbest helmet. And they're like, well, to be fair, it's a big, dumb helmet that Sam and Daniel wore for how many episodes? I know, I know. It's the biggest, he's just a big golden retriever and, of and a dog. And Sam's like, you should lose that. And Jack's like, don't let, no, I no, want to make I wanna, fun with him. He's, one of, he's the dork. 
Why can't you let me have anything fun? And then they give him, it's not the action hat, but they give him a hat instead. Yeah, they give Sadly, him the, the also, same thing. Also, not the action do-rag. I know, which would have been great to see. I know. That's okay. I feel like he should have his own thing. Maybe he could have like an action beanie. <laughs> or, you know, something. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, and and they head through the gate. It's super cute. Though. As a full team, and, ready to go. And Grace didn't cry a single nope, tear. No, not when it at happened. all. No. Nope. <laughs> Every time she watched it. <laughs> I do love Jonas. It's it's a it's, it's a little scary how quickly I took to Jonas. Yeah. No, I yeah, no. It bugs me a little because people I'm have like, people have commented how quickly you know. really, like look, I'm as bothered as anyone else <laughs> at how quickly I took to Jonas. <laughs> Um, but you have, and I but get to I live have, with it. And I'm gonna have to accept it because that's what life is. Yep. Um, I do feel like I'm betraying Daniel to some degree. <laughs> no. And I'm also like, who am I as a human being? Like, like I felt like I had to confess to boyfriend Jesse how much I love Jonas. You're, even though he's a fictional character. You're good. Um, but yeah, I do love this. I love this new team. And next week, I forgot to write it down. I'm pretty sure it's Descent next week. Okay. Let's call it. Yeah. Um, so we, we're, I don't know if we need to officially put this on a ranking for season six, considering it's again it's one. the only thing that's <laughs> it's, there. It's it's probably rank one. Redemption is probably ranked one. We'll group mm-hmm. that together. I like it. Um. So yeah, you Patreon. Oh we have yes, two new people on Patreon. People. Thanks you guys for uh, always supporting us in every way. Yes. But a special thank you to our patrons. Yeah. Um, and our two new patrons are Melissa Alba and Caitlin Garber. Uh, Gerber. Gerber. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're awesome. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, as always, you know where to find us. We're on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Um, it is Descent. Thank you. Um, and uh, we're on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara on Facebook. Sorry, yeah. I don't know what I just did. <laughs> and Patreon at patreon.com slash Tara. There's No Place Like Tara. <laughs> um, but also, guys, uh-huh. this month... We get new Stargate. Oh my god, that is this month. We get new Stargate in like two weeks. Okay. Yeah. How are we doing this? Um, I still figured we'd do that like as a first part of the episode. We kind of split in two. Or we can just record a, a separate episode but still just put them up together. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see. Guys, we'll just kind we'll of be, record we'll it as a little it. tiny two-parter. We'll be on it. It'll be so awesome. We'll get to watch together. Yeah. First watch, rewatch together. That's a first watch, first watch. Yes. First watch, first watch. Yeah. I'm gonna I don't have words anymore. We're gonna we're gonna go eat some cheesesteaks. We're gonna go walk this and boy who's working for Justin Timberlake to win the Super Bowl. Fly Eagles fly. <laughs> Love you guys. I'm to be fair, I'm not rooting for the Eagles. I just I'm rooting against the Patriots. Oh, I'm rooting for the Eagles solely because my DM <laughs> in the D and D campaign is an Eagles fan. Is an Eagles fan. Thank you, Mister Phil. And I like keeping the DM happy. Yes, this is true. That's As an important said, thing. If the Eagles win, we get inspiration points. Oh, He's what? He's bribing you guys to root for the Eagles. Uh-huh. I don't think he did that out loud, but I'm taking it that way. <laughs> and I'm going to tell him if they win, I'm like, how many expiration points I'm is that I'm still worth? just rooting to eat cheesesteaks. I will, I will sell my soul for some inspiration <laughs> points. Uh, we love Alrighty. you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.